Hey, my name is Andrew Miok from Sexual Quantum Leap, and I have an interview today that I'm doing with an incredible man. And he came on the SQL retreat about a year ago now, and I am so excited about diving into his journey of the man who he was before, who he is now, and everything in between. David, it's absolute pleasure and honor to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to see you and talk to you, man. Oh man, let's let's do this. Let's go straight to the beginning. How did we meet? And like, give me a little bit of an understanding, like who David was, and yeah, let's just go there. Yeah, man. Um, we met at a sexual retreat that was very, very spiritual as well. And I think it was was it two years ago, three years ago? I I forget. It might have yeah. been three years already. Three I think years plus. Yeah. Yeah. So it was right at the start of COVID, and. Um, yeah, we met there. I didn't actually know what you were doing, but um, we had a very interesting meeting because the second I saw you, I was like, I fucking hate this guy. He yeah. <laughs> the shit out of me, right? So, um, but something was fascinating about you because I saw that you were, if if I may say so, you were a chick magnet. So everybody was, you know, hanging on to you, uh, especially the beautiful women. And you know, I was jealous. I was fucking jealous. You triggered me. And then I was like, something about this guy that that's fascinating. So yeah. I uh, took up all my courage and I said, you know what, dude, I want to talk to you. Mm. Um, and I want to be re really frank with you because I fucking hate you right now. And, and you trigger me, but something in me tells me to have a conversation with you. And I just want to get to know you. Yeah. And I remember you were very cool about this. You, you felt you were really humble and you thanked me for my honesty. And I remember us sitting down and having just a beautiful chat. And uh, yeah, I was like for, for half an hour, I think, in, in some lunchtime, lunch break. Yeah. And um, yeah, since then, it's been, yeah, I've been, it was only after the retreat, actually, that I learned that you have a company called Sexual Quantum Leap. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh that explains a lot. <laughs> you know? By the way, yeah. So this was a retreat that David and I met at. I wasn't facilitating or anything like that. David and I, I still like one of the hardest things to admit to another man is you're jealous of them. And I just want to commend you on that because it's such a hard thing to just go, Hey, I'm jealous of what you got. And just the courage you did. And you had that conversation. And I could imagine that would have been really terrifying for you because I know like your past, you like when you were there, you're like, I want to meet women. I see this guy's good with women. And it's like, it brought up a lot for you. Correct. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. And the same kind of humbleness that you just brought here. Um, yeah, to, to say that that takes a lot of courage. You brought that to me in that conversation as well. So you made it very easy for me to connect to you, although you kind of, you know, terrified me. I mean, to be honest, I put you on a pedestal because, you know, yeah, you were this guy who was, you know, surrounded by, by women. And I always wanted to be there, yeah. you know. And so that was the thing that kind of um triggered this whole thing and um yeah we just had this beautiful conversation and we connected and um yeah yeah like you said you, you weren't a facilitator or anything you were just just like me a just a regular yeah. dude showing up yeah participant showing up and wanting to learn something new and um mm -hmm. yeah since then um it was after it after the retreat that i learned about the company and then i i was like oh that's interesting it yeah. explains a lot. <laughs> and then I started following your content. So I saw yeah. you on Facebook a lot, on, on YouTube. I listened yeah. to um, a couple of podcasts. You listened and, to a uh, lot. I listened to yeah. quite a few, didn't you, back in the day when we are getting going? Yeah, I think uh, not not too many, but maybe you know five, oh, five okay. podcasts yeah. or so. But I always loved your material that you put out, the posts that you made on Facebook. I was a lot on Facebook back then. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah, I saw you there and I always loved the the content that you put out. Yeah, and no, I, I loved our I loved our connection at that retreat. Just go back to that, but it was just so beautiful how you just you came up, we had that conversation, and I wasn't there trying to pitch you or anything. I think you're already on your own journey with another coach about some dating or stuff stuff like that. But yes. it was just like your courage and just how you just showed up consistently and like to even to this day. And I can't wait to like when we talk about like the progression, but then I know you, you're watching like the content over and over again. I think I um, invited you on stage like, hey, let's come to the retreat. And what was your initial hesitation? Because you're, you're a super skeptical guy, which is great because you want to make sure the ducks are in line. So, mm -hmm. 
Oh, you mean the, the um, when you invited me to come to your retreat? Yeah, for the first time. Because I think we had an initial yeah. conversation, come first, and you're like, oh, I don't really know, man. And you kind of like, you, you didn't come at that time, which was cool. Yeah, I think it was, um, I didn't think it was the right thing back in that, so at that time for me, because I felt like you were light years ahead of, of where I where I felt myself to be. Yeah. Right. So it was like, if I go there, it's not going to be a, a big learning. The, the step from where I was to where you were with the retreat, it was too big. But where did you perceive so, you I were? Think, That's the thing. Like you keep saying where you were was like, and where I was. Um, yeah. Well, um, that's a good question. Um, where did I perceive myself? So back then, you know, like, like you said, I was working with a dating coach and for me, it was about, you know, overcoming the initial fear of actually talking to women and to, and to walk up to them and to show my interest, um, to them. And that was completely new for me. And I saw you as this guy who's like left and right, just, you know, snapping his finger and the, the girl's just melting away. And, you know, you're dancing with them, being very comfortable with them. And so I was like, I'm here and you're there. That's, that, that's too big of a gap to, to cross in a, in a five-day retreat. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not the right time. Plus, I also, back in the day, I had more money issues, yeah. you know, with, yeah, um, actually taking the money and investing it, like, and seeing the value in, in um and taking the money that I that I already have and investing it in something. Yeah, right? so I, I wasn't ready basically. And also, say. and also, what we discussed as well, like you're saying, like you already were pretty good at, in sexuality. And if if you're like, oh, I've already done so many, you've done a lot of work on yourself. You've done some stuff with sexuality, and then you're like, why am I going to drop a significant amount of money to come to a retreat all about sex? Like, was I remember you saying like, I'm already pretty good in this area. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. So. Um, that's something actually very interesting about SQL. And I hope you don't mind me saying this, but your marketing doesn't do justice to the stuff that you actually put out. So, how dare you, David? <laughs> uh, on the outside, yeah, how dare I? <laughs> on the outside, it looks like it's all about sexuality. But, um, you know, I will get to that later. I, I was at the retreat and then I saw that it's so much more that you teach, right? And, um, yeah, I thought, you know, why, why should I spend so much money on a on a huge re retreat um when i can also watch your your online stuff and it's like yeah i, I get pretty good with that as well yeah. i can you know take some stuff out of that um implement and implement it into what i already know about sexuality yeah. and so whenever i was so i wasn't the, the the typical um guy who had trouble once he met women like when things were going on you know, they were pretty happy with me. I was pretty happy with my own sex life. So yeah. once I I had that initial, I, I took that initial hurdle of, of, you know, actually getting in touch with them and communicating, I was good. Right? Yeah. For me, it was more like I was looking for something else back then. I think yeah. that, that that's what it boils down to. I was more looking to to get the basic sense, like how do you approach women? How do you speak to them? You know, how yeah. do you actually... Um, how do you have to be in order for them to be feel attracted to you and not just say, Oh, he's so he's such a nice dude, but I would never sleep with him. You know? Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. We we weren't a dating company and I was, I was very transparent about that from the start going, Hey, I'm not going to teach you how to exactly. approach women. Like that's not my, my jam. And it was hard to articulate back then really what SQL was doing because we're like, cool, I can teach you how to be the best you ever had in the bedroom. But then sometimes guys like, I don't really care about that. Like, cool. I can learn some techniques. Did you end up buying the online course or you didn't? You, you, I think you just went straight. No, I think straight. I, yeah, I think I signed up for the free course that you had. It's like yeah. a mini course. Yeah. yeah, I took that. Yeah, yeah, you did that, and then it's like cool. It's like wasn't technique you after, but then like I knew I couldn't. The thing is, it was my fault back then as well when you're saying with the marketing because I couldn't articulate what SQL did. Now it's like very succinct and simple. Like you're becoming a powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom. Back then we didn't even know how to say that. Yeah. And I think that was part of the part of the problem. Yeah, I I, I perceived SQL to be something purely sexual. Like, like um, you can learn all all the ins and outs and the techniques. And I, you know, I assume that was um, from your own experience with women. 
um, where you learned all this stuff. That's where I, that's where I actually trusted you because I knew this guy knows what he what he's talking about because he can show for it. So it was like I remembered how I perceived you um, in that sexual retreat that where we met. Yeah. Right. And I was like, this guy can attract women like this, you know. So he obviously knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And, and, and it's not just initially, but they they kept flocking to you. So I was like. Something about this guy is genuine and true, and that's what what kept my interest up. You know, yeah. like, this this guy speaks from experience, and I always respect people, and especially coaches who speak from experience who have been through what where I want to go. Yeah, nice. And so then that, that was one of the things that that kept kept me from uh, that kept yeah kept my interest in in, in your stuff. And I remember a few years, times. Actually. A few times, I think I sent you a few podcasts of like, hey, I made this one for you. And then like, like, hey, watch these theories. And we're like back and forth because like I could see it in you, but it was my problem. I couldn't articulate. It was like that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom and the principle of the soft, silly and savage. And that has been very honed and very like dialed now. And yeah, let's just jump into like, so we had a conversation about the retreat and I'll never forget, like, like we're talking like a, a multiple five figure investment here. So it is not, it's not a, like a small feat as well. So like you got the financial aspect, you got the physical aspect. And then not to mention when you are on the retreat, I was like, David, this is going to be the fucking toughest shit of your life. You're like, yeah. Like, what was going through your mind before, like, before you even just drop the money, like, cool, I'm in. Cause I know we're back and forth for quite a bit on that call. And I was like, David, come on, bro, let's cut the shit. Where are we at? <laughs> yeah, I remember that very vividly when uh, when you reached out to me multiple times. Like, come on, man, you've been following me for years. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> just take them, take the money invested, do the deed, and you know, do the work, and then fuck out of my life, basically. You know, but in a, in a very genuine way. Not that not that you don't care, because I mean, we're still in touch um, to this day. Which I, uh, yeah, this is this is great for me as well. I I, I love that we we're still, you know, in contact and sharing about. These days, it's more about business and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, can you, you, can kept... you explain that for a second? Like, it was like I said this from a place because I knew Dave. Because we've been talking. I'm like, it was like more of just like, all right, cool. The rubber hits the road, David. Where we in or we out? Because I'm like, I know he needs this. But I was like, when I say get the fuck out of my life, I was coming from a place. I'm like, I don't just want to have your money and then sell you on the next retreat and next retreat and next retreat. Yes. I'm like, I just want you to do this, and I never need you again professionally. That is it. Yes. That, that, was that was a huge was the point promise I, was, I made from day one. Yeah, that was the, the point I was trying to make that um, when you said, you know, come to the retreat and then fuck out of my life, I, I didn't mean it like, you know, like get away. But <laughs> it's like, this is, let me give you everything, right? And then you can, you know, um, yeah, put a put a check mark on this part of your life and you got it covered. You know, that, that was your... Um, yeah, your energy that you brought. And I think that was part of why I also said yes. Yeah. I knew it's like, you know, what the fuck do I have to lose other than this significant amount of investment? But I already knew I was working on my money mindset as well. And I already knew it's just money, right? And if we can't, it, it felt like I was dragging this out. Yeah. You know, and back in the day uh, when we were talking about this, it was, yeah, I was, I was a lot into this free stuff. And I was yeah. very stingy with myself. Yeah. And so I realized that that's also something that changed is if I want to learn something of value, I need to take the money and invest it. Because yeah. th there's a reason why people say, you know, free stuff is worth nothing. It It's kind of a double-edged sword, I would say, because it's not entirely true. There's a lot of value out there that's also for free. But if you if you take a lot of money and invest it in yourself, you will yeah. have a different attitude to the stuff that you take in yeah right? what, what was it for you what i had so many oh sorry continue um i just wanted to say that i had so many free courses that i booked someone offered like a free um course on marketing or something you know and i was like sure cool that sounds amazing so i signed up and i never watched it yeah and i didn't want that to happen because that happened multiple times and i i started to realize, okay, if I really want to learn something and really want to change something about my life, I will need to take the money and invest it yeah. because then I, I basically buy my own commitment. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we did. That's actually what, what, when I said, you know what, fuck it, here's the money. Let's do this. And that's what SQL is about now. It's like, here you go, you put the money down, 
the money's in, non-refundable. It's not just because we're trying to be a dick. It's purely because we have so many expenses when it comes to the retreat. But then also it's the commitment to yourself of like, oh, I changed my mind. It's like, no, we want to teach you the powerful masculine leadership. We're going, you're making a decision, you're in or you're out. That's it. If you get through the application, because it's a strict application. If you're watching this and go, hey, I want to learn some techniques and stuff like that. Don't spend $10,000 plus with us. That's how much it is. Literally go buy the online course for like three, $400. That's it. Learn all the techniques and be the best you ever had in the bedroom. Great. But like, this is where the rubber hits the road. I go, David, we're going there. I'm going to take you to places you never thought possible. So let's fast forward to the retreat now. Like you've like getting ready, you're amping yourself up. What is it like a few days before, a week before and all that stuff um, arriving to the retreat place? So I was actually pretty calm about the whole thing. Um, yeah. The only thing that that went through my mind is like, what if this is a complete waste of money yeah. and time and effort? Because I mean, this guy has so many courses out there and I think it was even more expensive back uh, a year ago or something. Um, yeah. So I didn't, I, I didn't really buy the course. Uh, and I thought maybe this is just him, you know, teaching the stuff that is in the video course just in person. And it's like, Hmm. So that was my biggest concern, actually. Yeah. But um, what I loved was your commitment to actually clearing everything that was maybe confusing about the retreat up front. So you, um, what came with the retreat is not only um, did you unlock like all the courses that you have on your online platform, additionally, yeah. but you also did like, I don't know, 12 calls or so, or six calls. I don't know how many it was, but yeah, I think it was like 12 weeks before. So you started yeah, um, offering these calls where we can ask you and just, you know, go into all the, um, the doubts we have, all the confusion maybe, you know, and so clear up the space so we can actually arrive there and be ready to just soak up this, the material and just dive right in. So for me, it was with an empty mind. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I yeah, want. Exactly. Like, like, like get all the unclarity out of the way. And um, yeah, I think you were in Australia or something or some part of the world where I had to get up at like three in the morning to, to yeah. get on these calls. And I, yeah, I managed to, to up on like three or four calls. And then I was like, fuck it. Uh, you know, this is too much of an effort. Let's just do the retreat. Yeah. But I also appreciated the, the, everything that you put into like the preparation of the retreat. So it's, I think it's, it's, um, it's fair to say that, that, you know, this is not just you wanting to, to make money, but you have people in the background, you have people, um, you had an amazing co-facilitator, you had, yeah. um, a beautiful retreat place. So yeah. And all in all, looking back at this, like, like, yeah, it, I know now why it's so expensive. It's not just, this the stuff that that you put out the actual stuff that we do on the retreat but everything surrounding it yeah not that that is the the most part of it but um i understand now that it's the whole package that you buy and yeah. that includes you taking care of of all the attendees you know three months before it starts which yeah. is amazing yeah what was it like when you arrived at the retreat place for you? Like, what were you feeling? Were you saying you were calm? And like, what was the big thing that you wanted to get out of this? You're like, okay, I don't just want to like get some more techniques and hope this isn't just like the video course, but like, what was it like? All right, cool. I'm going to come here. What was your intention to walk away from? Like from the retreat with? Because you, you well, could, also, really David, you've done a lot of men's work. You've done a fuck ton of men's work. Look in yourself. Yeah. You're actually a, um, a coach yourself and you you facilitate um, different types of work than myself. So you're like, okay, what can I learn? So I know you had, like coming in there, what was your mindset? Like, I want to get X from this. That's a very interesting question because it's it's a twofold answer, I would say. Um, yeah. A part of me was for the very first time, I had no intention at all because I have no expectations. You were very you know, secretive about what we do in these retreats, which I was like, okay, apparently <laughs> this is part of the whole whole spiel, but it, it felt genuine. So it wasn't like, you know, you were holding something back, but you didn't want to take away um, the surprise, A, and also there is a ton of pressure on every single one of, uh, of your attendees. And had you talked about that beforehand, it would have lowered the impact I feel yeah. so. Um, yeah, I went there on the one hand, I went there with no expectations whatsoever. It's like, 
I felt a trust from you yep. that a this guy knows what he's, he's talking about. B he really wants me to, you know, um, get the best out of this. So I felt your love and care for me, and yeah. so that's all I needed. There was a trust, and yeah. I was like, this guy knows what he's doing. I trust him fully. Um, he's been nothing but amazing and genuine and sweet to me since the day one we met. Right. Yeah. And so that was enough for me to just relax into whatever is happening. I'm just going to go all in. Cool. So, and the second was, I think yeah. um, what you mentioned is, uh, or what you did in the beginning is to really write down what do you want to get out of this? Like yeah. um, specifically. And I remember for me, it was, oh, what was that? I think it was something about um, leadership and yeah, basically owning owning my life initiative. Maybe you remember it. It doesn't um, come to my mind right now, but it was something very specific that I came with. Yeah. Beautiful. So the rubber hit the road, so to speak. You're at the retreat. What, with no expectations, I know that, but like day one, it's more just, do you want to break it down from your perspective? You can go into as much detail or as less detail. Like what was your experience? We'll get to like your personal experience and then also like then we can tap into more what it was like okay cool first few days is more about yourself and like diving into that and then after that it's like then we start bringing in the women into the retreat then it's like okay time to really practice so you can talk about a little bit of both those and the impactful moments for yourself yeah that's a good question actually um i mean it's 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 been a while i don't really remember the details of day one but i know we were like getting to know each other yeah and help me remember what not, not even the de- yeah, not even actually, the details just more about like your experience like the moments that you just stood out for you that you just go how has that impacted you just like i'll never forget that because i know there's like moments where you're like oh man we are these these exercises are tough emotionally physically whatever it is <laughs> from the soft seal or savage um, so what I remember was that it was physically draining as fuck. So I would have loved for you to t- to put out a warning. It's like, <laughs> guys, if you come to this retreat, please get your cardio on and go to the gym on the regular because this is going to be physically demanding. And it fucking was. You know, it pushed me like close to my my break, actually, like physically and and emotionally also, but mostly physically. Because, you know, I my background is mostly, I, I do emotional work with, with people. I do a lot of mental stuff. The physical um, was didn't, didn't ever play a big role in my life. Um, neither my family, you know, the, so my, my whole family were intellectuals mostly. Yeah. And so um, I didn't really take care of my body for a long time in my life. And so that was really draining. That was physically draining. But um, what came out of it is that, well, this is, um, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but but one of the things that I actually, one of the biggest learnings I took away from, from the retreat is I'm more capable, I'm stronger, basically, stronger physically and emotionally than I thought I was. Yeah. And that was a big thing for me to realize. It's like, hey, I can do things that I did not think I could do. Yeah. And it's actually a good reminder because, you know, I have to, to, to consciously remember yeah. um, what were the big takeaways from this, uh, from this retreat. And one of the things is, uh, I really like to remember this. Yeah, um, yeah I'm stronger. I, I, I already had everything inside of me that I was looking for in the external. Yeah. yeah I remember saying thing. this. Do you remember the conversation we'll have, man? Like, I'm like, you, like, we were, we, I went hard on you. Like, don't, like, let's not play it down at all. Like. I was like, David, like, like some of the clients, I'm going to shut you down, not in a rude way. Just like, no, not now. We don't need this because you're coming from such an analytical place. And it's great that you said like, I'm like, this is coming here. We need this to come from the body, from your gut. Where is this coming from? And I remember like deep conversations throughout the retreat. Hold it, really be in that savage moment and let that out. Really tap into this. And it's like, you're not there. You really took off your, as your, your teacher hat and you really dropped into student, which I was very impressed with. And from my perspective, just like even when you were with the women and you're like doing those exercises, like how fucking much you dropped into that savage aspect. You want to talk about the soft, silly or savage. You can 
you can talk about whichever one came up most for you, man, even with one of the exercises with the women and how was that to um, work with other women, not just like doing it with a bunch of dudes. Cause a lot of these retreats out there, just like usually a bunch of guys. And it's like very, just, I'm just going to hold my heart, but it's like, this wasn't like that. So you can break down that a little bit more if you want. Yeah. For me, it was definitely the savage aspect that I was most interested in. So I, I think I had the soft part covered greatly. Um, and I remember that it was, like there was an there was an attendee I, I forget who was who he was um but he actually brought the silly to the triangle right it was only yeah, soft tim. and savage tim it, it was tim okay yeah so yeah and he actually brought this idea and you implemented it which is which is great and it and it expanded the whole you know concept of of what sql stands for yeah um massively but yeah so it was you know soft and savage and for me the soft I, I thought i had it covered and then the savage was the one where i had trouble tapping into mm. and it was just for me it was the space that you created the safety where we could actually really go into that and we did some tough shit not just with the models that you brought but also with with each other yeah and it was let's just say i went home with a couple of bruises yeah right without taking anything away and that was unexpected. That was very unexpected for me. But at the same time, it was, yeah, I remember us, us having that conversation. I, I think in the beginning, I didn't believe you because I wasn't there. Yeah. But then at the end, when I, when I had that experience that it's, it's already all in me. And you kept saying that David was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you, you got this, you know, yeah. you know, you, you, you don't need my help anymore. You came here, you soaked it all up. You did the best you could and now you got it. But uh, I like the way I remember it, you already felt that I already had it. You just helped me to realize it. Not yeah. to it's bring it up maybe a little, it's, but it's a remembering. It's just getting, it's like holding the mirror to be that remembrance for you. So, and just like helping, yeah. seeing you remember over and over again, you're like, oh, I'm like, you're like, I don't need to ask that question. I'm like, of course you don't. You already know the answer. And then you're like, oh, okay, I can have more self-reliance and more that like that self-reliance and building that self-respect and like that own personal leadership and like going, oh, I'm looking for another person to lead me. I'm like, fucking lead yourself. That was a huge recurring yeah. um, theme throughout the retreat for you. And just like, also, I just love, man, when I saw you like doing the, the walk as well and just with Isabel or Sophie at the time and just just the presence as well from you. And just how much it just like blew you open as well. Like that's the exercise that blows pretty much everyone open, man. And just just the culmination of just that. That's that's how I remember you as well. And for you, what what was moments where you just go, ah, oh, that was a t like, oof, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this because it was like you're right, physically in the morning practices, and then during the day, and then just like just one after the other. It's just like not sitting there taking theory. Dude, I fucking hated those morning exercises because they drained me the most, actually. You know, it's like, ah. But yeah, I, I stayed with it and I was like, I got to do this. I got to just, you know, um, commit fully to this. One of the moments I remember was actually one of the exercises where it was, you know, without taking too much, too much uh, away from it, it's like being able to free yourself. Um, that's all I'm going to say. But I thought actually that I would be the only person who can't free themselves. And after that, I realized I was one of the quickest to get out. Yeah. And so that was, that was a, a key moment for me when I realized, damn, I'm stronger than I think I am. Oh, breaking free so that, at the end. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So that was one of the moments. Um, then the walk that you said, you know, that was, um, it was, you made it so much fun because, you know, it was, basically honing your focus right mm. and so you created all these amazing and funny and hilarious distractions i remember we had so much fun doing that exercise <laughs> we were laughing like every single one of us i fucking love that exercise and uh, i remember i i needed like two or three um tries but on the third i think i went straight ahead and i couldn't get distracted and that was also a key moment where i was like fuck yeah um, yeah, I got this. I, I can do this, and I already have this inside of me. Nice. And then there was one one other moment, um, because back then it was you know this not so fully committed situation with my 
with my with my now girlfriend that we were very close with. Yeah. And you I remember you telling me multiply it's like David, stop fucking around. Just claim this woman as your yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. And that's the first thing I did when I came back from the retreat. I was like, I saw her, I sat down, and I remember it was the first conversation that we had. It's like, mm. baby, I want you to be my girlfriend. Yeah. And from that, something beautiful opened up. And we're happy, happy and very much in love to this day. So it's amazing, bro. Oh, it's just good to reflect on this and just like even just I can't wait to shoot to the future in a second about like the connection with your partner and just dive into that a little bit more. But is there anything else you want to say about the retreat? But I think you've covered it quite well. Yeah, maybe one thing that um about the attendees that I that I absolutely loved is how you handpicked every single one of them. And I want to just say the dynamic between us was so beautiful because there was no quarrel whatsoever, which allowed us every single one of us to focus on the things that you were giving us the, the exercises. And, um, I mean, there are settings because like you said, I, I do men's work a lot. Um, there are settings where it's beneficial, where people actually have interpersonal conflicts and then you can use those to work on stuff. Yeah. But I felt like in this case, it was absolutely beautiful that we didn't have trouble whatsoever. Yeah. And that allowed us to feel safe with each other. Um, we could dive into this, the, the stuff that was, you know, covered in shame for many of us. So, um, because, you know, shame is all about letting other people see you in the things that you think are wrong about you. Yeah. And so if you have a safe space and people are holding you and they actually want you to succeed, that allows you to to take that step over um, over the shame that you feel and overcome it, actually. Yeah. So that was beautiful. And that that safety also allowed us in the end where we had that big sharing circle with which went on for like six or eight hours i don't know but it was intense but it allowed us to also receive the harsh truth that people see in you and that was absolutely magical that created a bond that you know lasts to this day and which i find really beautiful best thing is is like this is a year later and just like seeing the change as well. Yeah. Like, this is so beautiful. Like, I'm like, wait till like six months, a year later and ongoing. It's like, I'm going to take your virginity, so to speak. You, everyone keeps their clothes yeah. on at these retreats and then like watch the afterglow and effects. And how many men, like they end up starting businesses, their business gets better, their relationships with their friends, family and other things. It's just, and you're not the only one, man. Like we are having like guys who have like done the retreat like a year ago as well with yourself. Uh, um, six months ago, I might be getting a guy as well who's done it five years ago. So it was very different back then, but just like the after effects of that. So with that being said, it's like, without, this sounds like a bit of a loaded question, but how was the facilitation like with myself and Isabel and what, what was it for you that really stood out? But most importantly, like, what is it for if someone like wanting to work with myself and SQL, what are they actually in for? Like, the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, that's a good question. What are they in for? Um, so you need to be ready to face your fears. I would mm-hmm. say that's one of the biggest ones. And you need to own up to the stuff that's in the way of getting to where you want to go. So yeah. this is very specific for every single one of us because we all have our own stories. And every single one of these guys shows up with their own story and they want to achieve something um, different from yourself in, in life. And so you got to be willing to go deep. You got to be willing to um, maybe even go over your own, I, I, would, I wouldn't say boundaries, but your, your, your limits that some of us also set for ourselves, right? Because it's yeah. easy to be in that, in that zone where it's like, yeah, it's comfortable. And um, life is going well. I'm not really happy with with a couple of things, but it's still easier to stay in that than to expand. And so people need to really um, be willing to dive deep and to go into their shit emotionally, physically, mentally. Yeah, because a lot of it is mental as well. Yeah. We we talk about the physical and the emotional a lot, but it, a lot of us is belief systems, like um, you know, things that we put on ourselves. We believe things that. They have to be a certain way. And then you come in and say, that's bullshit. You know, yeah. you got to throw that out. And now you're like faced with, oh shit, what, who am I now? 
without these principles, without these um, belief systems, right? Yeah. And that challenges you a lot. Yeah. And with the facilitation with myself and Isabel, how was that like just because there's a lot of coaches out there, like what what stood out for you that what we did or like what's something that you can prepare someone who's going to come? Because I know like when we're coaching, we're very just straight to the point and we come from a lot of love and sometimes it's a little bit like, whoa, that's a bit intense. So if you want to talk about that a little bit, because I don't want people to come with a bit of a rude shock going, this guy's pretty intense at times. Uh, so the facilitation is, um, like I said, uh, the safety that you create is one of the most important things. Yeah, for but sure. But then again, also the like setting the ground rules. And I, if I remember correctly, we, we did a whole round of what do we want the ground rules to be? Mm. But so you didn't come in and say, this is how we're going to do it. But it's like, hey, I want to set some ground rules, but you guys uh, need to come up with the ground rules yourselves to hold yourself accountable. Right. Yeah. So I love that, that you created a space where we could. For this specific group yeah. of, of 10 guys or 11 guys, um, what's the dynamic that you guys want to have for the next five days? And so yeah. I love that because it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful combination of leadership, but also allowing the group dynamic to unfold. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just we do it like this every day and this is uh, or every single time we do this retreat and this is the end of the story and this is how we do it and there's no discussion about it. No. It's like, hey, we need some ground rules. Let's create them together and then hold each other accountable to that. Yeah. So that was um, what created the space. With Isabel, it was, I'm not sure if she was planned to come in. I know she was a guest of yours. And then yeah. you kind of um, invited her to also um, model for us. So, so Correct, be, yeah. Be an additional model. Yeah. And there were times where I felt like it's, maybe not so like at first i was a little hesitant because i was like hey wait this is a men's retreat we have two men's facilitators and this is a complete men group what the, what is this woman energy doing in here you know <laughs> so that was part of my thinking and then i i i realized that there were that that was an enrichment of the whole thing because after all we're talking about the dynamics between men and women how to be you know mm. can be a, a the best she ever had inside and outside the bedroom is there's no counterpart, no woman there. Right. And yeah. so, um, she brought that in and there were actual, actual moments, very few of them where we felt like, um, this, it, it's not fitting if she's there. So it, it was, was supposed to be a, a complete men's round basically. Yeah. And you picked up on that and you, yeah. you actually asked us, how do you guys want to do? And I, I super appreciated that because um, A, it showed your your attunement to the group. And it's like, okay, wait a second. I feel like something is off here. Let's yeah. decide together um, yeah, if it's a very, best if she's there or not. And yeah, then we a, had two or three moments. Yeah, two or three moments where she where we actually decided it, it would be better to not have her there. And yeah. she was super cool about it. That's the best part about it. Like SQL wouldn't be SQL without having women there with all the exercises that we do and then there's a certain exercises or certain things we do at the retreat where it's like okay now it's just the men in the room all right morning practice let's just have the men all right it's just that's what makes it so unique and we're not set to a dogmatic thing we have to it's like we play by our own rules because this is real life it's not some here's some box that we've created no there is no fucking box there is no spoon you know <laughs> so we, we just playing yeah. by our own rules and because I'm like, I just want to see you become that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom. That's it. And yeah, it was just so, so beautiful to witness you on your journey. I've got a few other questions for you, man, but it's just, I just wanted to add something to yeah. that because it's, a, it's a subtlety that I, I think is super important, which is if you want to create leaders, you know, you got to teach them how to become leaders. And if you just set up a set of rules, you basically, they ask them to follow someone else, but that's the opposite of leadership. And so I just realized this while, while talking about this, you know, you allowing us to set our own ground rules and our own community guidelines, if you will, yeah. that is giving us the power to become the leaders. It's like, Hey, this, this is up to you. This is your retreat. You decide what you want to, um, what you want to commit to. So yeah, yeah it, I just wanted to mention this because I think it's very, very important. If you want to create leaders, 
you got to give them the, the power or show them actually to how to do it actually yeah because you I'm, I'm not your guru i'm your guide i want to guide you back to yourself with your sexuality and your masculinity and yeah it was just after the retreat what was it like for you like give give me the thoughts because i know we had a, a bit of a chat after it like how was your how was your life pretty much after it and how is it like now so right after the retreat how was it it was well it took a couple of weeks to settle yeah. for the ideas to settle basically but for me the biggest change was to remember to it's okay to to you know let the savage come out every now and then if it's needed. It's mm. not, you know, I'm not doing this to um, abuse my power, which, because, you know, when you, when you do these things, you realize, fuck, I'm really powerful. And, yeah. you know, that, that there is a beast inside. And if I, if I let it loose uncontrollably, it can do a lot of damage. Yeah. So um, I think the the biggest change was to, to realize in what situations I didn't own up to my, to my inner savage where, where it's needed, where the savage energy is needed. Yeah. And this is to, to this day, I have, you know, I, I still have situations where I'm like, oh man, you're just such a wuss right now. You know, you should have done this. So yeah. it's still a learning, you know, for me, yeah. integrating the savage aspect into my life is still the biggest thing that I'm working on. Yeah. So that was a, that was a big change. And, um, and your connection with your partner as well. That's what you said so beautifully before. Like, I know like it was ups and downs and a few things bumps along the road, but just like claiming her and going in with that. Cause the big thing for you, I remember so it was like one foot in, one foot out. And I'm like, I just want David to live by his sword and die by his fucking sword. The indecision, I could see how much it was killing you. Your head was so strong in your gut. You're like pulling you apart consistently. I'm like, David, make a decision. And I was like, with the, like coming onto the retreat, make the decision with this woman. And you're like, and I remember the epiphany, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, how much is like, you just went, oh, I've created all of this and the indecision is hers because it's a reflection of what I've been doing. And then when you really decided, it caused more chaos because she, she was so used to your indecision. And now you're coming in with more assertiveness in that decisiveness. And then it was like, oh, this man's claiming me. What does this feel like? This is different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she, she was very hesitant about that because yeah. she didn't, I mean, you know, I come back a week later <laughs> and she's like, who is this guy? You know, he changed completely. So it was um, because of the way she, she, her own story and, and the way she is as a person, yeah. she was very skeptical about that. And it's like, oh, okay, what's happening? You know? So um, she wasn't like, oh, finally she's claiming, he's claiming me, mm. but it was more like, okay. Well, I kind of like this, but you know, I'm let's see where, where this goes, right? So, um, yeah, and then it was pretty much like a week or ten days after that that we went on our first actual holiday together, yeah. and it was smooth sailing. So, um, to this day, she says that 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 was the most amazing holiday she's ever been on, you know. And My, I add that to this that yeah. um, I'm her first real um long-term long-term boyfriend um, yeah. and so a lot of the stuff is new for her right and so of course there's a there's a a bit of an anxiety or fear of i don't know what i'm doing but it turns out she is a perfect mirror for me yeah. like she was already amazing when we when we met and now with me you know leveling up my game yeah. she's um she's going with me so she, mm. it's not like i have to drag her sometimes she's even ahead of me and then she reminds me of the stuff that I'm actually that I need to work on and I, I need to own. So she's a she's a beautiful partner. You know, I love her to pieces. And um, we're just on this amazing journey together. It's it's not what, what many people might think, you know, a, a good relationship is where you never quarrel. Well, that's bullshit. You know, yeah, for sure. it's how how what kind of tools do you have to make these quarrels go away? What can you learn from this? How can we change our behavior so that it doesn't happen again? Yeah. So it's not just, oh, we have this conflict and somehow it got resolved. No, it's like we sit down. Um, we actually, like a couple of a couple of weeks ago, we made this decision. And I think this was, this was my idea. 
to have a, a fixed time once a week where we sit down, we turn our phones off, we close the door. Yeah. There's nobody allowed and we create the space where we can a talk about all the kinds of stuff that, that's going on inside of us. You know, um, what are we dealing with right now? Yeah. Or we just have conscious time to, to become sensual or sexual with these, with each other. Yeah. And so yeah. that's one of the things that where, where I'm like, it's so important to yeah. carve out time for the relationship and work consciously on it. 100%. Well, last two questions, man. How, how was the lovemaking and the intimacy after the retreat and the connection? Um, I would say I'm more free to, to follow my impulses. So sometimes, you know, one of the things that we learned is not just soft, savage and silly, but how quickly we can go from one to the other. Yeah. Because, and that's one of the things that I also learned is these impulses, they come in a moment's notice, right? Yeah. You might feel like, um, you know, you're going at it and you're like, you know, hot and heavy and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just a bowl of, of, of passion right now. <laughs> and then second where you look her in the eyes and you just want to stroke her face and just be super soft. Yeah. And so, um, our lovemaking is in that sense, it's, it's more dynamic. Yeah. You know, I, I good, allow myself good to word. follow the, yeah i allow myself to fo to follow these impulses more um we have a so silly is one of the things that we have you know we figured out it's like 10 out of 10 you know <laughs> we can be so silly with each other which that's is great. great that's easy we can be soft and and the savage is still like i said you know the, the thing that I'm, I'm working most on but um he enjoys it very much he trusts me maybe that's also one of the things that um yeah. He really enjoys this, the sexual interaction that we have every single time. Yeah. And um, yeah, of course, we have our own issues right now with the sexuality, but it's it's a longer story. You know, it has to do with, with uh, some decisions that she made recently. And um, of course, it brings up stuff in me as well. So we're dealing with that. But um, it's, never, it's a never ending journey, is it? Like, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's I'm going to. It's, it's a never ending journey. Yeah, that's exactly. it. Like, come to the retreat. I'll give you everything I need to. And then like, it doesn't mean you're never going to have any like challenges in your life. Again, things aren't going to pop up in your sex life, making that work, taking that time, that commitment, looking into things, but it's just like showing up with that presence, that loving masculine presence where she can trust you and she can trust your word and you can get through anything. Yeah. And yeah. especially also um, one of the aspects that, are, that you also teach is the safety. And yeah. I actually have it here on my whiteboard. It's a, it's a big word that I, I circled because um, recently I became aware that that safety is one of the, yeah, one of the staples of a of a good relationship. And so I'm, I, we're focusing right now on that, which is a lot of communication, of course, um, and just being in that that mind and heart set of I want to keep my partner safe, and that's the number one priority. Yeah. If if we can do that, the relationship opens up in whole. Uh, and in, in, in a whole bunch of ways that, that we didn't think was possible. Yeah. Right. So that, that's also one of the aspects. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, last question. Last question. <sighs> what would you say to a man watching this? So you've made it all the way through to this. Congratulations. You've seen a bit of David's journey and his story of SQL. He kept out quite a few of the details about the specifics of the exercises just to keep a bit of the mystery behind what we do at SQL. And thank you for doing that. And the same token, what would you say to a man watching this? And he's just a little bit like, I don't know if this is for me. He's a similar position to you, very skeptical, which is great. You didn't know like if this would work. What would you say to that man and what you, would results would you say that he would get from this? Good question. What would I say to this man? Um, for me, relationships are life. It's the number one thing. It's the most important thing. And if you want to learn how to master relationships, so this is not just about sexuality, but sexuality is a big part of, of relationships. And especially of romantic relationships, it's, it's an integral part. Mm. And if you if you want to learn the techniques by the course, you'll be fine, right? But if you really want to embody and learn how to embody 
the principles that make a good relationship, that make a good man, who's not just good for his woman, but for the world and for your friends and for your family, then take the money and invest it. You, I, I mean, after all, if you go to this retreat and you get nothing out of it, it might sound a little harsh, but you just lost some money, you know, mm. and it's worth taking the risk yeah. of not knowing what's happening, but actually taking something away that's invaluable for your life. That's it. And David, I, I don't need you anymore, brother. That's it. You, you've, you've flown. You've, you, I am so glad that we got to see you go through this journey and just seeing you on this other side and even the questions of like, uh, like, are you sure? And I remember even Isabel, like really questioning you going, are you sure? And like, I really trust you now just because your own deep trust that you've like, like the security that you've built in yourself, your deep trust. And then women are feeling this, your partner's feeling, should I say? And then it's just like how that just flows over and over again. So I can't wait to send you your king's coin of like how much you've stepped into that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom and how you'll be on this journey for the rest of your life and holding that deep integrity within yourself and the world will feel that and your work will just overflow as well to the world. And again, thank you for putting your um, trust in myself and SQL. It was big and it's an absolute honor. And I um, really, really am just so, so proud to see the man who you are in in the past now and becoming so yeah bro thank you and look forward yeah, to so many more journeys for, yeah I, I also wanted to say you know thank you for um your leadership and your genuine care and love for the people that you want to reach and i felt that and to this day i feel connected to you and i know we we you know transitioned our relationship to a, to a whole new level and um yeah i can't wait to to see where you take sql but yeah it's a good thing um, it was one of the best decisions that I made in my life too. Uh, one of the best investments definitely that, that to this day is, uh, is carrying me. So thank you once again for, um, yeah, for having me and for, for showing me, um, the important stuff in life. Yeah. You're so welcome. Now, have you enjoyed David's, if you enjoyed the chat that David and I had today and you want to know more about the SQL retreat is what I want you to do. Go watch the trailer. David's actually in the trailer. It goes for about four minutes. So you can watch that. And if you resonate with that, what you can do, you can up, go to the application form and fill that out. We have a very strict application form process now. Or you can even reach out to David and have a quick chat if you want. So you can ask me about that. He will just give you um, his perspective, even maybe in a little bit more detail or whatever you need to hear. But David, again, you're a champion and we're going to change so many lives. And this is your responsibility now with SQL to help so many other men step into that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom and help be that change, as Gandhi would say, be that change you want to see in the world or something like that. Be the change you want to see. And I know you're already doing that. So thank you for your service to humanity. And thank you for watching this, whoever you are, all the way to the end of you this far. It's, um, it's, this is my life's work and I just get goosebumps every time I talk about this and I get to be around incredible men like David. So if you felt a calling in your heart to possibly do some work, watch the video, fill out the application, and we might see you on the next SQL retreat. David, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's been my honor. Thank you so much.